Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it is your buddy Gavin Phillip, Buster Freestyle. It is June 21st, the summer of 2020 is here, and after a completely coronavirus, COVID-19 filled spring, from basically, literally the beginning of spring is when the shutdown happened, we're 100 plus days in, we are at summer, let's see how it goes. Uh, we got our buddy Roscoe P. coming up next. Got a pretty interesting topic today, uh, definitely a potentially fun topic today, and potentially, you know, uh, one that, uh, again, Roscoe P. came up with it, and we're happy to have him as, a, uh, as an idea guy, and we'll see what he's got. Really quickly, want to do some fun stuff as always. Places listening, Paris, France, killing it as always. Bonjour, merci beaucoup. Needham, Massachusetts, not too far from where I grew up. Needham, Mass, 132 downloads in the past seven days. Well done, Needham. Number three out there, listening, Dublin, Ireland had a big week, followed by Barcelona, Spain, rounding out the top 10, Mountain View, California, Springfield, Mass, Cornelius, North Carolina, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Boydton, Virginia, and Secaucus, New Jersey, just outside of the top 10, Marylands, not Maryland, Marylands, Australia, which is a suburb of Sydney. Thank you for listening. Let's scan it real quick. Anywhere else interesting? Oh, yeah, here's one for sure. A uh, couple, actually. So I want to say what's up to the folks in Aurora, Canada. I want to say what's up to the folks in Cairo, Egypt again. Uh, Lorraineville, Canada. Don't know where that is. We'll have to look it up later. Newcastle upon Tyne in the United Kingdom, home of Newcastle United. Uh, a few other spots, including New York, New York. But also we had one download in Saudi Arabia in the capital of uh, Riyadh. Is that how you say it? I believe so. Riyadh. And uh, thank you for listening all around the world to the filibuster Freestyle. We appreciate it. So what else is up today? Well, that's what Roscoe P. is going to talk about. So here comes the theme song. Again, thanks for listening. Filibusterfreestyle.com. Follow us on social media at Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster, Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster, Filibuster Watch freestyle. out for the Filibuster. Filibuster. Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster Freestyle. It's the Filibuster Freestyle. Filibuster Freestyle. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, big surprise tonight for you all. Not only is Roscoe P. joining us, but Roscoe P. got a new chair. Let's start there, Roscoe P. What's up with the chair? It's a game changer. So um, I uh, I don't make a lot of money, and uh, so I don't really like have a lot of stuff. Okay. I also move around a lot, just kind of the nature of my job. So I, I, tra- I kind of try to travel light, you know, because I Absolutely. move a lot. So... Um, I don't really have, like, a comfortable chair to sit in. I just have this, like, old kitchen set. That was my parents that they didn't want anymore. It's, like, these wooden chairs that really aren't very comfortable. But I never really needed them because, like, you know, usually I was at work all day. Sure. And then when I come home, I mean, I have a couch. I have, like, a nice, comfortable couch. And then when I'm done for the day working, I can just hang out on the couch for a little bit. And then, you know. Go to bed, do it again. Enough. Um but then, a uh, hundred days ago or so, we all stopped going to work, didn't we? We did. And uh, and and the world changed. And now that I'm um, at home all the time and and uh, and working from home, and and now like I need a place to sit because I don't want to just like sit on the couch all day because that doesn't feel like I'm working. Um, I, I didn't really have a comfortable place to be. And, and also, what's happening now is. Um, now that it's getting hot, we officially have a heat wave here in in, uh, in the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Yeah, and when that happens, my the whole first floor of my place gets super super hot. Um, 
so I, I kind of like I have two choices. I can either go down into the basement where it's always cool, or I can go into my bedroom where I have the window unit air conditioner, but that's like loud, and then I'm kind of trapped in my bedroom. So um, what I've done, what I did was I ordered uh, an office chair. Boom. And and so now I, I've got that uh, set up. I, I'm down. And I'm actually talking to you from the office chair, which is in my basement. Um, or it's nice and cool. It's where I have all my. If you if you follow me on Instagram, you will occasionally see a picture um, from the basement of like my kind of my recording setup of my amp and guitar and my computer and where all that's set up. So that's that's where I am. The most exciting thing, which is only exciting to me, and no one's going to care, but I am. Uh, I, I put this chair together in about twenty minutes tonight, and my level of handiness is like I was listening to JJ on your podcast. And right, he's, like, he's building stuff house for his landlord. I mean, his landlord, like it's you know, he can just do everything. Um, I can barely change a light bulb. Uh, but you so, built this chair. But I built this. Oh, I didn't build it. But yes, I you I assembled it. it. You yes. assembled it. Yeah. yeah, I assembled it. I assembled this chair, and I, and I haven't fallen out of it yet. So. Um, that is that is very exciting. I have a nice place to sit to talk to you. That's great news. Now I am not rooting for you to fall out of your chair or for your handiwork yeah. to not work. But if that happens, I want it to happen on this podcast. That's all. Yeah, it would be great. It would it would be great podcast material. But if it doesn't happen before the end of the show, then I don't want it to happen. I'm well, let's root against. Go it, on yeah. the record there for sure. Well, that's awesome. I hope you're doing well. You did acknowledge that a hundred plus days ago we went into COVID mode. COVID-19, yeah. spoiler alert, everybody, there's a pandemic. It's not over. Wear a mask. Gosh darn it, wear a mask. Not over. Secondarily, we've let's let's be honest. If you've listened to the last few podcasts or if you've paid attention to any type of television, radio, social media, internet, you know there's been just massive social civil unrest, calls for justice, calls for, you know, everything from um you know, certainly Black Lives Matter. It's also Pride Month. Um, it's also a, a ton of instances of continuing police brutality uh, and abuse of power. So plenty of, unfortunately, heavy, heavy stuff going on in our country right now and around the world. So let's start there. Roscoe P. wants, he's, you have not been on since the civil unrest started with the killing of George Floyd, the murder of George Floyd. So we want to acknowledge that, you know, you've not been on since then. And though our topic is not going to be directly associated to this at all, you you wanted to make sure that people knew that you you, you know I'll give you a chance to just say that you know you're aware and and, and it's serious, and I'll, I'll let you take it from there. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I'm not. I know you've you've done a great job, and I've listened to JJ and, and Marquis Sal, and, and you've certainly addressed it and um, addressed what's going on. And, and I don't want to make this podcast about them. I, I did want to say something because tonight we're going to talk about something that's kind of hopefully more fun. And, and not so serious and not so, but it's not in any way to diminish what's going on or ignore what's going on. In fact, I think this is, um, I, I guess that what we're going to be talking about tonight is is black music and, and the Black Music Month Challenge. And I guess this is, I, I'm hoping this is going to be my contribution to the cause that we can, um, that we can just celebrate black music and, and black culture as much as we're able to. And it's certainly been a big part of our lives and uh, maybe provide, I don't know if distraction's the word, but just, uh, you know, something else to think about when it's hard to think about anything. And uh, but, but also at the same time, just acknowledge that, um, obviously, you know, I know we know what's going on and, and uh, I certainly support the cause and don't want to diminish what's happening in the world right now by just talking about songs that we like. But, um, but I also think there is a space here for, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, self-care, mental health, yes, positivity. Like it just can't be. There's a lot of bad stuff out there, 
And um, if it's all bad all the time, that's not going to be good for anybody. So maybe this is just the uh, uh, this is this is our way of addressing the situation through something that's a little bit more on the fun side, less on the serious side. Yeah, absolutely, and it actually segues really well into. You know, the last time you were on, you were helping celebrate uh, Cindy Harrington's victory over me during the yes. the 30-day music challenge. Yeah. Obviously, as we just talked about, a lot has gone on since then, and a lot of it has been incredibly, you know, heavy material, uh, to, to be honest, uh, heavy real-life material. But, you know, one thing that you found on the heels of the, the 30-day music challenge was a, 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 a 28-day challenge called the Black Music Month Challenge, right? Yes. And so you mentioned, hey, why don't we break this up maybe into three parts? Maybe not do a thirty-day, you know, daily challenge, but certainly let's 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 celebrate, you know, some of the great, you know, great black artists, great artists. Period. That that have you know certainly, if, if, if nothing else, made made you and I, uh, you know, happy music listeners, uh, if not more, and many others, of course, as well. And and also you had mentioned that a lot of. Uh, a lot of your selections during the thirty month, the thirty day challenge, which was not specifically for black artists, you'd mentioned that you happen to have picked a lot of black artists. So, probably a decent segue for you to kind of examine this more fully. Is that fair? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I almost hit it right down the middle. Actually, I think I had, in thirty days, I think I had um, sixteen black artists, thirteen white artists, and then however we want to characterize Cypress Hill. Uh, I, I guess they're Latino, but like I think one of the guys is black. I'm not really sure. I don't want to get into like what Cypress. However, you, however any of the listeners want to categorize Cypress Hill, I had them in it too. Um, but yeah, so I found this thing. Uh, I think you can just do hashtag Black Music Month Challenge. The Instagram account that started it, I believe, is called Music Sermon. Okay. Um, so just to give proper credit there. Um, but it's it's a lot of places now. I think certainly if you go on Instagram or social media, do hashtag Black Music Month Challenge, you will find it. Um, I did not know. I'm a little embarrassed. I think part of you know just just part being better citizens here um, and and better advocates for social justice is is education. And one thing that I was uneducated about is that Black Music Month has been a thing for almost as long as I've been alive. Really? And I had no idea until I, like last just- week. Okay, great. Um, June is Black Music Month. Apparently, I was started by Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter. So, President Jimmy Carter started Black Music Month. 1979. Wow. Yeah. And I had no idea. I mean, let's be honest. For me, every month is Black Music Month, but uh, but officially, this has been a thing for a very long time, and I did not know. Um, so, I was, I was very happy to see this. I think it's a, it's a good idea. And, you know, like... Um, just differently from when we did the 30 day or you guys were doing the 30 day thing, uh, that I think when you guys were doing a podcast every day, that really was about the competition yes, that yes. Cindy was having, you know, music too, but really more about you guys having this competition. Um, so you needed one every day to see who won the previous day and all of that. Uh, th- this is not going to be a competition. There, there's no judge. We're not winning or losing. I mean, I'm going to win, but no one's going to win or lose. <laughs> um, uh, but this is this is a celebration. Yeah, it's a celebration that that's 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 really all, all this is. And so I I have a couple ground rules that I've established just for myself. Okay. Um, and I have not discussed these with you, so you may have gone a completely different way, and that's fine. Anybody else uh, who wants to participate in this challenge, and I encourage you to do so, can do anything you want. But um, just relating it to the thirty day challenge, 
I have decided I'm not going to repeat any of the songs that I picked for the 30-day challenge. Okay. So so I mentioned I did pick uh, 16 songs by black artists. All of those songs are off limits for this challenge. So you're going to delve um, deeper into the into the lexicon. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will, however, be repeating some of the artists Fair. That, I, that I picked. However, uh, once I have used an artist in this challenge, I will not use that artist again. Got it. Okay. So that's, that's, that's a big deal. Artists with with within the within the context of this challenge and also um i'm gonna try to uh kind of span genres here so you know black music means a lot of things so i'm there's gonna over the 28 days there's gonna be you know certainly hip-hop which is probably my favorite kind of music but there'll there'll be that but there'll be rock there'll be jazz funk r&b soul whatever i'm gonna try to, to span genres and span generations. Nice. Um, I, I do think just because I'm old and the kind of music I like, I think this will probably skew older. So I think most of the things are going to end up being like from the nineties or before. Um, but I, I will try to get some new, some newer artists in, in there as well. And, and I, you know, I, I also like, as I always try to do, but maybe this is an opportunity to dig deeper into this stuff. I'm going to try to put some music out there to people that maybe you haven't heard of. Nice. Of um, course. Maybe stuff that I've uncovered that, that people don't know. And, and you know, the, the, my favorite example from doing that in this podcast is that I have turned you on to the meters. I was just going to say that. That's great that you brought it up yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Dan O'Brien and, and legendary yeah. podcast guest, Dan O'Brien. And, and Dan O'Brien. Yeah. We're both big um, meters fans now. And we didn't, we didn't know. And actually I did know to your point when you told me about it, I did know one of the meters or a couple of meters songs. I just didn't know there was a band called the meters who made them. So right, 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 that's, right. that was an awesome enlightening moment. And hopefully you can do some more of that. Um, oh, I'm planning to do a lot. of. I that. would say this too, just, just like a very early observation for me. And by the way, I think I told folks in the pre-show, but we're going to do days one through nine tonight. It's a 28 day yeah. challenge, three parter. But as I looked at these first nine and I really only focused on those, but I did glance a little bit ahead the thoughtfulness of the categories, the themes, is much better than the 30-day song challenge that I was a participant in last month or whatever that was. Right. As, you, as you all remember who listened, there was definitely a, there were definitely more than a handful of days when Cindy and or I were lamenting, and you and the other guests we had, were lamenting the day. And I, I'm looking at these 28 themes or, or you know, whatever, and I just think that they're much more thoughtful. So I want to put that out there. Off the bat. Right, and I forgot to say one more important thing. When I did the 30-day challenge, I was doing this thing where I was naming the first song that came to my mind yeah. um, for a given topic, uh, and I, I'm not doing that now. I, I think because of the other ground rules I laid out, like I'm not repeating artists and all the other stuff. Yeah, that yeah. Accomplish. It's going to be really I, I hard putting, for you to do that. Right, right, right. So, I, so I'm, not, I'm not doing that this time. Okay, great. Well, let's get started. I will give you the honors, but I will I will say the day, and I'll and not that I do it every single time, but I'll do it to start. But you tell me what you had first. So, the first song, day one, is a song that makes you feel invincible. I love this topic. I love this as a heater, right down the middle to start to oh. start the, the month. Uh, so, what did you have for a song that makes you feel invincible? Yeah, great, great opportunity to start with a real fastball, and I picked one. My my only hesitancy was because I'm not repeating artists. Um, I'm coming right out of the gate with one of my favorite all-time artists, and that is the Wu-Tang Clan Okay, coming at you. Um, the song is called Triumph, mm-hmm. and um, I, I, don't, I know for people, like, one of the things I love about Wu-Tang is there's no hooks, right? There's no, like, catchy choruses, and so, but sometimes that means it's hard to know what the songs are called. 
Um, so Triumph is the one. I'm sure everyone, it's, it's going to be, a, you know, a Roscoe P. All-Star. People want to look it up. But it's the, uh, it's on Wu-Tang Forever. And it's the, uh, I atomically, Socrates' philosophies and hypotheses. Can't define how I'll be dropping these mockeries. Lyrically perform armed robbery. Flee with the lottery. Possibly they spotted me. That it's one. that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it's a great one, and and uh, I mean that if that doesn't get you fired up to go run through the wall or feel invincible, I don't know what does. That's fair. I'll tell you what I picked really quickly, um, and it's actually I believe it, an artist who is adjacent to the Wu Tang Galaxy. Um, that is none other than Reggie Noble, aka Redman. Oh. Time for some action. The oh, the Mike Tyson yeah. ring entrance song. Talk Was about it? feeling invincible. Let's go. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, I will say I won't do. I don't know if I'm gonna not certainly not tonight, but I can't guarantee that I will not do a song from another from a member of the Wu Tang Clan. That's fair. That's fair. But I won't do a, a specific Wu Tang Clan song for the rest. of the Wow! Show. So you just you know with 27 choices left, yeah. you went you, off the board. Wu Tang off the board already. 36 chambers, and you just emptied the first the first one with Wu Tang. Yep. So there we go. Yep. All Basketball. right, number two, uh, a song day two. Excuse me, a song that gives you. Hope slash encourages you. What do you got there? All right. So um, this is one I want to come back to and talk about later. I, I will mention it. So there's a, a band I've mentioned at least once, a couple times on your show, who I love called Tank and the Bangers. Oh, yeah. You love and, those guys. Um, I want to talk more about them. The song I picked is called Boxes and Squares. Uh, it's probably unknown to a lot of people, but when we get through naming all the songs, that's definitely one I want to come back to and, and explain um, what that, how that song encourages me. Perfect. Okay, cool. Uh, I decided to go with Keep Your Head Up, Tupac Shakur. Oh. Uh, you know, I think it's good. I think he really brings it home in the third verse there, and, uh, you know, it's what popped into my head. So Wait, Yeah, you went with a more literal, like, like that's a good, you know, like the actual lyrical content of that song is like that's really what that song's about. Yes, um, yes, the, the song, song is giving is, encouragement. Yes, right, right. Like that's not like the lyrically that's not what my song's about. But I'll explain later, like what makes me yeah. hopeful and, and encourages me. Absolutely, I mean it's absolutely yeah. that's absolutely your choice. Um, I'm interested to see what you have for number three because I don't know why this one popped into my head for me, and I'll, I'll, I'll I will go second in case yours is a really poignant choice because mine is not. But mine is a banger. I don't care what anybody no, says. It's not, it's not poignant. It's a banger too. All right, what do you got? So, and by the way, sorry. Day three, a yeah. song that instantly changes your mood. All right. Well, like I'm kind of always in a bad mood, so like to change my mood, it's got to be something. It's it's like I picked a song that was just like every time I hear the the first couple chords of it, it's just like. Every time, it's just like, oh man, like I just love it, and, and, and I just it just makes you feel better afterwards. Sure. Um, the song is called "Sunless Saturday," and it is by the great Fishbone. Oh, love Fishbone. Yeah, and you you would probably know that song too. That's not like the their biggest hit, but that's one um, that would be a, a Roscoe P All Star probably if you looked that up. Uh, Sunless Saturday. Excellent. And it is a, an absolute jam. Well, you know, you make a really good point. You know, you hear a couple notes of a certain song and it puts you in a certain mood, right? Oh, uh, it's like, it's just, there's two chords. It just starts on an acoustic guitar and it just does this like, dun, 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 and as soon as I hear that, it's like, oh yeah, it's like it's a Ricky Rocket moment. Right, right. For those you hear of you. Two chords and you go, oh yeah. <laughs> For those of you who didn't see behind the music, Poison back in the day on VH1. Roscoe has paid an homage to it, and it's worth a look. Look for it on YouTube. It's Poison. Yeah, if you haven't seen the Poison behind the music, pause this podcast right now and go watch it. Then go, we'll catch it in a few minutes. Go find it, and we'll see you in a minute. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so mine, um, 
again, it's not necessarily it's it's a great it's, it, to me it's a great song. It's it's a song that definitely gets me ready to roll no matter what the situation is. Um, and it's a song with a sample so nice that it was it was then sampled years later. Um, but this is the original. I don't know what the original song is where it came from, but this is the original uh, rap song. I'm talking about none other than Rump Shaker by Rex and Effects. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, all right, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I mean, it's, listen, that you you hear, you know, you hear, you know, that saxophone opening and everything yep, all the way to right the end. Away. Ha, if you're still in a bad mood or you're still like, you know, trying to do whatever you were doing before it came on, that's your problem, not mine. Oh, that's that's so great. You know what's amazing? I was driving home from my parents' house today after having a properly socially distanced visit for sure. Father's Day. Of course. And you know on Spotify they have like those daily mixes. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, I love those. Oh, they're the Just, best. Like, based, on, based on your listening. So I had one today. It was absolute fire. And there's a song, you know what? I bet I can find it as we're talking, because um, I have Spotify open there. Um, I had never heard of it, but it came on and it was the sample. It was, it was rump shake. It was the rump shake. Wow, it was that saxophone. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's this crazy bit, like this band I've never heard of. Uh, it was the, it's like the Lafayette Afro funk band or something. Well, it's that saxophone hook is amazing, so. Yeah. Oh, there, there, there it is. Uh, it's called, the song is called Darkest Light. Darkest Light. It's by, it's by uh, Lafayette Afro Rock Band. Okay, so so that's the that, and it's just right at the very beginning that it's the it's the saxophone sample from Rump Shaker. So and there you go with with opening uh, opening people up to, to new to, to not new bands but new probably new musical uh, experiences. Never heard of those guys and uh, and that's great. And see, yeah. as luck would have it, but, but Teddy Riley did, and that's how you make history. Absolutely, Teddy ready with the one two checka. Also, yeah. Teddy Riley from uh, Black Street, no diggity, no doubt. I mean, from Teddy from Black Street, of course. Teddy Riley was not not a one hit wonder by any stretch of the imagination. No, Teddy Riley's formidable. Absolutely, absolutely. So, anyway, shout out to Teddy Riley. Shout out to Rex and Effects, and shout out to uh, what was it, the Lafayette Afro Rock Band? Lafayette Afro Rock Band. Fantastic, good stuff. Deep cut. Day four. Okay. This is your favorite song from a like a, a, a uh, sorry a movie soundtrack. Yep. So lots of good choices here. Actually, I think the um, this is not my pick, but if the, like we talked about in the thirty day challenge, the like what well, the number one pick would be like in Family Feud, the number one pick on the board. Yes. Um, I think would probably be "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston. Wow. Uh, of course. A, of a, course. A popular choice, I would think. Yeah. Um, a couple that were close. Well, we I, I asked you for a ruling on this. I'll, I'll, well, I'll get to that when I give you my pick. Um, okay. But a couple I didn't go with, uh, Independent Women by Destiny's Child. Yeah, so, Charlie's Angels, right? Charlie's Angels, yeah. Charlie Higher Angels, Get Down Like That. Um, great great and choice. And this is a song i got to find a way to work in later. It's one of my favorites. Uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal is, is on the Batman Forever soundtrack. Oh wow! Is it wow? Yeah, the the Val Kilmer Batman Forever movie. It's on that, which I, I had forgotten. I had to do research and, and I saw that, but yeah, I I did not. I was very close to picking that because that is an absolute banger, and um, I may have to find a way to work that in. But I cannot go with it here because the ruling I asked you for was: Is Purple Rain by Prince a soundtrack? Right. Like on the one hand, it's it's like it's a Prince album, but it's technically the soundtrack to that movie. Correct. Uh, and I think we kind of both decided, and it's going to be a lot of leeway here with all of these picks for this whole challenge, but I think we eventually ruled that it does count as a soundtrack, so how am I not going to pick Prince? 
And my favorite song off that album is When Doves Cry. Which is a great uh, song. So we're going with When Doves Cry by, by Prince. And honestly, that, that song in particular is, is very, very much featured in that movie. So it's not like that was a throwaway song from the album right. that became a big single. It was actually very prominently featured in the movie. So I think it's a great pick. And can, definitely, can I blow your mind with, with two facts? I'm going to blow your mind twice here. Yeah, please. Fact number one, this might not blow your mind because you know, like, my movie-watching habits, which is to say I, like, don't really watch movies. Yes. Um, I've never seen Purple Rain. Oh, wow. I know. Is That's, like, that's unacceptable, right? I'm like, just going to say, I'm not even, my mind's not blown, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> you're just mad. I know, I know, I just ruined it. I just ruined your own life. Um, here's fact two, which I didn't notice. I read this, and then I went back and listened, and it's right. There's no bass in When Doves Cry. Oh, that make, you know what, now that you say that, that makes sense, but you would never... Yeah. Wow. That's wild, isn't it? It's just all keyboards and guitars and, and, and obviously yeah, drums, drums and synthesizers, yeah. yeah. There, there was a bass part. Prince played a bass part. It's a, it's a great story. He played a bass part, and they were mixing it, and he didn't, it just wasn't coming out right. It wasn't feeling right. So he said, like, if I had my way, it would sound like this. And he goes up to the mixing board and just mutes the bass track and played it like that. And one of his backup singers was like, well, why can't you have it your way? <laughs> and, and, and they just left it, and that was it. So now there's no, there's no bass in One Does Cry. That, that that fact makes up for you having never seen Purple Rain. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that's why I saved that for last. You're back to even. You're back to yeah. even. So this is interesting that, that that the the day day four the soundtrack day. You know, you asked me for a ruling, and actually I asked you for a ruling, and it's in the soundtrack as well. So I'd ask you, um, you know, Rage Against the Machine. Obviously, you know, you know the guys in that band are are, are from multiracial. You know. Multi-ethnic, whatever you want to call it, ethnicity. You know, you got. I believe the drummer and the and the bass player are both white guys, right? Correct. You know, Tom Morello. You know, is a black guy, the guitar player, legend, probably the most instrumental member of the band. And then you yep. know, you got Zach De La Roca, who I you know I, I would he's definitely a, you know a, a Latin guy. Uh, I think he's Mexican American. I, I believe Zach is Mexican. Yes. You know, and I so, mean, he's from Los Angeles, but yes, I believe he's his heritage is Mexican. So, so I kind of asked you. I mean, I, you know, Rage Against the Machine. I, I get it that they are not you know like a you know they're not a one hundred percent black band. You know, they're not one hundred percent a white band or a Mexican band. Or, but I did basically say, hey, listen, you know, the content of their music, especially during. So much of the, the the protests and the social justice and the trying to hold the people in power accountable. So much of what Rage Against the Machine spoke about for for twenty five years now has been in this moment, right? So, so I, I decided to ask you if I could get you know get Rage Against the Machine eligible, and you said that was probably okay. Yeah, I mean, yes, I think it, I think it's fine if you want to do it. I don't I don't know if I would count them, but I understand your your point. Like, like I think the point would be like. The argument somewhere in like Tom Morello is really the guy that makes the band, and he's a black artist. So, um, I, I yes, I, I think it's acceptable for Reggie S. Machine to be on her. And I think specifically relative to the soundtrack, because they have got one of my favorites, No Shelter. Oh, Godzilla! From the Godzilla 1998 version of Godzilla, by the way, the 1998 Godzilla movie soundtrack is one of the biggest hits on that soundtrack. It's it's a huge hit. It's a great radio song from the late 90s. Um, and it's a jam. So anyway, I went with No Shelter here. Um, yeah, that's a really underrated Rage Against the Machine song, too, because it wasn't on one of their albums. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of why I felt like between between the band itself and the time period we're in now and what they were all about and with the soundtrack piece being kind of a, 
a lesser, not that a lesser known song, but certainly not one of their album cuts. I figured I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Oh, great call. Okay. Day five. A song you listen to when you're angry. Yeah. Uh, good good segue, actually. I think, I, I think I'm glad you picked a Rage Against the Machine song because I think there is a discussion that we're probably going to get into in a few minutes here about the significance of black guitar players in our era of rock music. Okay. Um, you know, which would you think of rock music, you think of like being a white dominated genre, but some of my favorite guitar players, uh, rock guitar players of all time are, are black. And one is Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. Another one is Vernon Reed from Living Color. Oh, good stuff. And, and, I, and I think it, maybe the most criminally underrated rock band of my lifetime is Living Color. I mean, they are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, for day five, I picked... A bit of a deep cut. I don't remember if this was on the radio or not. Um, it's a song called Type okay, uh, by Living Color, and it's awesome. And I think it's a good one for when you're angry because two reasons. It starts with a like a real good, aggressive, like metal riff, which is like, you know, you just want to go punch something because you're angry kind of riff. But then the chorus is like very melodic and, and positive and... Um, uh, and so, it, like, it kind of makes you feel better too. Like, it lets you get the anger out, and then you feel better. Um, and and it and it and it rocks. And uh, Living Color is awesome. So, tight by Living Color, day five. Nice, good deep cut there. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody! You, you, this is not the last you're going to hear of Living Color on this uh, first day podcast channel. Oh, very exciting! Very exciting. So, anyway, uh, day five for me. So, I just wanted to work in some Curtis Mayfield, no matter what. Okay, oh, man. Curtis Mayfield is a GD legend. Okay, he oh. is. He is. He is he invented fire. He's so fire. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cannot say enough good things about the musical stylings of Curtis Mayfield. Okay. So I didn't know this song existed until I started watching a a I don't want to call it a failed HBO series called The Deuce, but it certainly limped to its third season finish. Uh. But The Deuce is about 42nd Street in New York City, kind of in the 1970s, and it starts very early in the 70s when Times Square is basically a mess. But the theme song to open is this song called Don't Worry If There's a Hell Below, We're All Going to Go. Oh, I know it. Oh, it's so good. And, and it's, it's kind of one of those things where, listen, I, there's a lot of songs that I've listened to when I've, been, when I've been angry in my life. But a lot of times the song is to support my anger, okay? Um, I think this song is interesting because, first of all, it slaps to use what the kids are using these days. But, slaps. But... Um, this is the kind of song that even though it's, 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 it's got an unbelievable bass line, it's got, you know, some really, you know, straight ahead language, some really, you know, calls it like it is. But by the end of it, you're just like, why am I so mad? Like, <laughs> if, we, if there's a hell below, we're all going to go. And it's true. We're all gonna go. Like, yeah. like, listen, it's, it doesn't matter like who you are, what you're doing. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, doesn't mean you shouldn't be mad. Doesn't mean that it's not right to be mad, but at the end of the day, it puts it into perspective. So anyway, Curtis Mayfield, can't say enough good stuff. Squeeze that one in right there at number five. Great. I might go with some Curtis. I haven't done all my 28 days yet, but um, Curtis isn't on my list tonight, but he might be. When I was listening to my daily mix on the way home, the last one that came on right as I was pulling into my driveway was Pusher Man. Oof, another, I mean, a great song. One of his best. Just, oh, so so great. So day six, a song that tells a story, which can mean good. All right, so, yeah, so here I went, uh, this is a good opportunity to spotlight a contemporary artist. So I've gone pretty old so far. I guess actually Tank of the Bang is his contemporary. They're just not particularly well-known, but they are young and happening now. Um, the other people I put out there are all 
old. In fact, Prince is dead. God, God bless him. Uh, but so day six, I went with uh, J. Cole. Oh, nice. uh, one of the top rappers in the game right now. Uh, big song called Wet Dreams by J. Cole. Ooh, okay. Uh, a, a song about his uh, his first sexual experience. That's a story. But, but, tell, but tells the story of, you know, it, not, not the, it's not like a graphic, you know, it's not like porn, but yeah, it's, sure. not actually about the, it's not about the sex. It's the story about like the, the experience and the feelings leading up to, the, leading up to it huh. is really what it's about. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, oh, it's good. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a big one. It's a it's a big. I probably uh, know it. That that is not a deep cut. That's a big. I'm uh, officially that's one of those you know 300 million streams on Spotify kind of songs. Sure. Well, I'm officially at the point too with Spotify where you know you know if you don't listen to terrestrial radio anymore and I don't, um, you know I know a bunch of songs that I no longer know the na- I don't know the names to because they just yeah, come, they come through. Yeah. They come through. You like them. You don't. And by like them, I mean you physically hit like or you don't. Whatever. And they come back in your algorithm or they don't, but, you know, you've heard them. So, anyway, I probably know it. Um, yeah, and, and that's another tough one, like I was saying with Wu-Tang. Like, he doesn't say the name of the song in the song. Yes. Like, that's how it's easy to know. Like, when there's a chorus and there's, you know, you can very clearly, like, hear the title of the song, song in the chorus, and it sticks in your head. Yeah. Uh, um, but he doesn't do that in that song. So, it's hard, I guess it's probably hard to know what it's called, but uh, right. you, you certainly may have heard it. Well, my song for Day 6 is definitely a song that they say the title. And it's definitely an older song, so we'll, we'll switch spots here a little bit. And uh, you, you, you definitely have utilized this artist um, recently in a different challenge. Uh, talking about telling a story, you got to look no further than Gladys Knight and the Pips, Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, wow. That's a story song. Yeah, it is. Dreams don't always come true. Nuh-uh. So anyway, I gave you some of that. Great. Well, as I as I stated, I think I I was on your pod the day I picked that, or, you know, for something. Or I remember talking about it. Yes. During the thirty day challenge, and we definitely. Yeah, that's, uh, in fact, there is a day. I mean, we can give it a, give it away because I, I, day twenty three is your idea of a perfect song. Uh huh. And I mean, I can't use it because I've laid the ground rules to not repeat songs from the thirty day challenge. But like, if I could, that would be in the running. Hundred percent. Like. Like that's about as close to a perfect song as, as you can get. Absolutely, which is which is why I'm glad I used it because you're not going to be able to use it. Then it's good that we used it, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, day seven. I've got an interesting little topic on this one, but I want to hear what you have first. A song that brings you peace or comfort. Yeah, um, I, I'll I'll be real quick here. It sounds like you got some good, and I don't have a, a story because I I very rarely feel peace and or comfort uh, <laughs> in my life, but. But there's and this is a good time to, to highlight. This is like one of those artists I found kind of by accident, who's probably not known to anybody listening to this right now. But this is a great song you should go out and find. The artist's name is Alpha Mist. Um, he's actually a British guy, uh, but he, he is black. It's still black music. Um, kind of like a jazz hip hop. Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure what you call him. Electronic, like kind of you know genre bending kind of guy. And there's a song called Door. Uh, by Alpha Mist, which is just like a real smooth, like awesome chorus, and just mm. kind of very, um, like it, it, it slaps, but it's like kind of peaceful and relaxing too. And so that'd be one. Uh, well, I guess I'm going to talk about Tank and the Bangers later, but if you want to go find a new song, freestyle listeners, check out Door by Alpha Mist. Excellent. Great stuff. Okay, I am not going to break any new artists here, but I, I was thinking about this a little bit, and I'm not exactly sure how in my research this came up or how it. Maybe I was looking at songs, and then I just kind of was like, I don't know, and then I just kind of, it popped into my head, but I want to give an homage to the originators of this song first, but I'm not picking their version. 
So, um, so Sly and the Family Stone, Everyday People, a great song. And great Sly, song. Sly and the Family Stone is an unbelievable act, unbelievable musicianship. So that he may make he and his his band may make an, uh, an appearance. But you know that song clearly inspired the the aptly reverse titled "People Every Day" by Arrested yes. Development. And I just, you know, when I think about it, and I wouldn't have had this be my answer back in the day when it came out, but, you know, as I I, I think about, you know, uh, Black Music Month Challenge, and I think about songs that just kind of make me feel good, and and I think usually make other people around feel good, too, um, I would say, yeah, the Arrested Development version of, you know, People Every Day is, is right up there. So that's what I went with. Wow. Interesting. I definitely see that. And, um, do you know that I saw them in concert once? I do. I did know that. Yeah, as, it wasn't just them. They're they're on Lollapalooza '93. That's awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a that's a great call. I mean, that was like the best not Lollapalooza of all time. I think, unless it was '92. One of those um, first one of those first three was like just everybody was on it, right? I think I think the first three were all pretty awesome. '92 probably had the more famous band, like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, and Red Hot Chili Peppers were all on 92. Correct. That's the one so I'm thinking of. that's kind of hard to beat because like Pearl Jam wasn't like wasn't that big yet. Right. So they kind of snuck, it was like right before they got huge. So right. So that's like a super mega headliner right before they got to be super mega headliners. Correct. Um, and then 93 was Rage Against the Machine who went on first. Like talk about guys who weren't super mega headliners yet. They went on first. The second band, how about this? I think you probably heard me talk about this. Because we actually, before I knew them, I think, I know like our friend Ricky Seven was also at that show. We yes. found out. You know, it was like 20 years before I met him or whatever. Um, or not 20, but, you know, a long time before I met him. Uh, and I think some other people we know from that, the Big Lick crew. Um, but anyway, the second band on that show was a band I had never heard of. And I, I wanted to see Rage Against the Machine because I knew Killing in the Name was on the radio. So we watched them play, and then we like went to get a sandwich or something, and we missed the second band, who was the, these guys from L.A. that no one really knew, called Tool. Wow. Like, Tool was the second band, and I didn't watch them. Right. And now it's like, if you want to go see Tool, it's like $5,000 a ticket, because it's impossible to get into a Tool show. It's amazing. Uh, so yeah, I did not go see Tool. But then, um, uh, like, Allison Chains was on that one. Primus headlined. I love Primus. Yes. Um, and Arrested Development. And that, you know, Allison Chains, obviously, that was when Blaine Staley was still with us. So uh, the, the original Allison Chains. Um, but yeah, so the, yeah, that, was, that was a great one. The first one I was not at, but that was, it was Jane's Addiction headlined. Right. Because um, it was like the Jane's Addiction farewell tour. Actually, Living Color was on that show. And I think Nine Inch Nails. I forget who else, but yeah, the first three were all like unbelievable. Gotcha. Okay, cool. So day eight, this, this is a funny one for me and I, I'm interested to see where you go with this one too. The oh, first man. day eight, the first song on your house cleaning playlist. Did somebody say Sly and the Family Stone? Oh, how about this? How about this for unplanned? So here's my story very quickly. This it, it um, I, I fudged it a little bit because one day I wasn't cleaning my house, but I was out in my yard doing yard work. I'll give you that. And I decided to, that I needed to do, to learn more and listen more to Sly and the Family Stone. It's just recently. It's just, you know, whatever, like at the start of quarantine. Um, I just, that's a band I need to know more about. And uh, uh, it wasn't the first song I heard, but it's the one that stuck in my head the most that I, I don't know that I was totally familiar with. And then I think I did actually 
subsequently when I was doing house cleaning, I put this on. So anyway, Sly and the Family Stone, the song is Loose Booty. Loose Booty? Loose Booty from Sly and the Family Stone. It is a jam. Wow, I don't know it. If I, if, if I do know it, I don't know that I know it. Another Roscoe yeah. P. All-Star. So I will listen to it. What a name. Yeah, go listen to that. By the way, if anybody out there is thinking of starting a Sly and the Family Stone tribute act and, you're, yeah. and you don't have a band name yet, yeah. usually when you, when you name a band after a tribute act, you take one of their song titles and name your band after it. Loose Booty's got to be on the top three considerations. Uh, yeah, call it Loose Booty, yeah. I'm just giving, I'm giving out free advice to people who are aspiring Sly and the Family Stone tribute act cover artists. You're welcome. From Gav Money, Roscoe P., Drilling Threes. Okay, here's what I had. I do not typically clean the house very well, and I certainly don't listen to music when I do it, okay? Um, so I cheated a little. I changed it to, like, my like cooking playlist. Okay, yeah, good. I'll totally allow it. So, and, you know, and, and a great job by you thinking about yard work, because I actually could have thought of some stuff from back in the day when I used to, like, you know, paint houses. Or actually, I was down the Cape earlier today. I'm mowing the lawn at the family place and uh-huh. listening to music there, but I didn't think of that. I think the cooking. So... One of the songs I like to get myself fired up to cook when I'm really either not feeling it or whatever is one of the original deep cuts from Tribe Called Quest, Ham and Eggs, off of the People's Instinctive Travels record. Oh, that's an old one. Yeah, it's wow. one, of their first, one of their first songs. So Ham and Eggs is a great song. Uh, I, I did not put a one song per, per artist limit on right, this. Right, so right, right, right. Otherwise, I would not have burned my Tribe Called Quest card on Ham and Eggs, but I did go Ham and Eggs. That's my number eight. Wow, great. In fact, you had said um, you could probably pick a Tribe Called Quest for every day of this challenge. Yeah, there was a point there when I actually was like, can I spend just as much time as I would spend researching like 28 different acts to just pick my favorite 28 <laughs> Tribe songs? One. <laughs> and I'm not saying I'm not going to, you know, we'll see. We'll, maybe I'll try to do one of the next two days I'll try. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to make promises I can't keep. Okay. Day nine. And then we'll go back and maybe hit a couple of the highlights, including Tank and the Bangers. So, I had a lot of fun with this one. This one is Day 9. You're killing everybody at karaoke with this song. Yeah, so uh, I've only done karaoke three times in my life. I'm kind of anti-karaoke, as you know. I mean, at least for me. Like, I'm anti-me doing karaoke. Sure. Um, Once, the first time I did it, which is probably my best performance, I did jump around. And the other thing, too, is, like, I cheat because I only... The, the three times I've done it were all songs that the band has performed. Yes. So, like, I know the words. Great you know, idea. So you don't have to look, like, it's, they're songs that I've performed in front of people before. Right. So, like, it's not a big deal to perform them in front of people. Yes. Um, so I did jump around by House of Pain, who are white guys, so they're out of this. Um, the second time I did Crazy in Love by Jay-Z and Beyonce, which actually, I don't know that we ever did it, but I used to do it when... Um, the wonderful Tana Prosper was singing with us. Oh, yeah, I would, I would play the drums on that, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and then, uh, but but I used that in the first challenge, so that's out. Um, so I'll lose it with the third time I did it, I did, uh, glad to get this song in here, actually. The, the first, um, probably the first big hit that Drilling Threes had, uh, and that is Mo Money, Mo Problems by the Notorious B.I.G. Oh, excellent. That's a great and one. And Puff Daddy and Mace. The Holy Triumvirate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, so I actually was racking my brain. I definitely subscribe to the Roscoe P. theory of, well, I was in this band doing cover songs. Why don't I stick to some of those because I know all the words, etc. Um, I definitely have been forced into doing... 
you know, the other thing about karaoke, Roscoe P, and you know, you know me, I'm not against it. Um, I don't like it as much as performing ourselves. Um, but you know, people love to like ask me to come up with them. Um, you know, because they know I used to sing in a band and they're like, well, you know, if I'm in trouble, this guy's going to bail me out. So I had to do a lot of songs that I really didn't want to do. But I, when I get to pick my own songs, I usually pick a song from Drilling Threes. I will say this. In thinking about um, in thinking about the Black Music Month Challenge and thinking about great, great rock and roll songs by black artists that I would love to do, none other than Cult of Personality by Living Color. I think, oh. I think number one, that song is amazing and kills it no matter what. Everybody knows it. So even if you don't do a good job, people are going to sing along with you. Number two, not a lot of people do that at karaoke. So bing, bang, boom, great idea. Number three, I think, I think Drilling Three should just do it. Um, and either way, if we don't do it, I'm probably going to do it the next time I do do karaoke. So little Living Color for you. That's two Living Color selections tonight in the first nine. That's awesome. And uh, I don't know what you think about that, but that's what I'm going with. Well, I mean, I have a question. Yeah. Is, so, have you actually done that karaoke before? You know, I, I actually was racking my brain. Um, there was a night I was in Charlotte with my buddy Adam and his wife Heather and some of their friends, and like, there's a part of my there's a part of my psyche that thinks somebody tried to do it and was horrible, and that I bailed them out. Wow. And if that's not true, I want it to be. So either way. I mean, that would be. Uh... A very courageous choice. Like that's a that's a, Corey Glover is like an unbelievable oh, singer. Like yeah. his, his voice is from another planet. Like he's he's not even real. Um, so uh, like that's a that's a courageous karaoke choice. But but I think the good part is because you're right because everybody knows it. You get a lot of help from the crowd there. And that's that. The whole thing about karaoke is not hey. Look at how great of a singer I am. It's, hey, are you guys having a party or what? Let's sing some yeah. songs together. And that's what that is. Yeah. And and as far as like uh, us doing it, like like we can do it. I mean, that's, uh, I mean, I'll do my best. That might be a little above my skill. I certainly have no chance of doing the solo. Well, you know, the thing uh, is, you know what we can do is we could do it like acoustic. Oh. Take it down a notch. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's for another podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so that's the nine for tonight. Some really good choices there. I know you want to go back on a few, specifically Tank and the Bangers. So let's start there. Yeah, I want to explain that one, yeah. Okay, so again, that was which day? Day two? Day two, which was, oh, I just... Yeah, song just that gives you hope slash encourages you. Right, okay. So, again, it wasn't. it's not really the lyrical content. Like, that's kind of a... Um, so it's called the song I picked was called Boxes and Squares, which uh, I, I don't know if it's like a breakup song, but I think it's like um, it's like an unrequited love song. Oh, okay. Like you know, I, I really like you, but you don't like me as much as I like you. It's like it's like one of those songs, um, which is not in itself encouraging. But I just I picked it more as a rep- it, it was the first song I ever heard them play, and I have recommended this to people. Uh, there's a thing called uh, the Tiny Desk Music Series, yes. which NPR does, which is on YouTube and is amazing. Like you can you can get lost in the Tiny Desk wormhole, and it's wonderful. And you can get sucked into one of those for a long time because there's like like everybody's done it. Like Anderson Pack has done it, and Rakim and Lizzo. I mean, like there's there's big time people who've, who've done it. Um, so anyway, that was the first time I ever saw them was on that, and, and Boxing Squares was the first time they, the first song they played, 
and um, actually they've they've kind of changed the version. Like the one that's on the record that you can find on Spotify is okay, but the way they do it now live, I think, is actually a lot better. Um, that's what they did on, on the Tiny Desk. So it encourages me because I think what Tank and the Bangers have done is what I have tried to do in my music and, and the music that I make, and even with our with our band, we're doing covers is try to make music that no one has ever really heard before, but do it in a way that's not weird. <laughs> sure. You know, that's like kind of accessible. Like, like I could go in my kitchen right now and take out pots and pans and press record on my phone and like bang pots and pans together and scream gibberish. And, you know, that would be something you've never heard before, but it's also like not really music. So, so it's always been my vision to kind of make music that is accessible and that you, you know, is recognizable but when you try to fill in that blank of, oh, these guys sound like fill in the blank, you can't quite get there. Right. Yeah, like, it yeah. isn't, they, like they don't really sound like anything else. And that's what Tank and the Bangers is. And, and they're um, so they're like, so like, what are they? I, I don't know. They're like hip hop meets jazz meets spoken word meets funk meets R&B uh, and, and meets rock and pop and like everything else they're just kind of everything what's the lineup and, roscoe p like what uh like you, they, they come on stage and what's what, what are the like how many people is it like what does it look yeah. like yeah um well they do have so i say like so i think the primary band is like four people um but then live i think they get to definitely six and maybe seven depending on the show so i'm not really sure who they count because, like, when you see pictures of the band, sometimes it's just four of them, but live it's always at least six of them, so I don't know. And, and there are a couple white guys in there, too, but it's, it's a majority black band, so I certainly consider them a black artist. Um, uh, so, they ha- so Tank is a, is a woman named uh, Tariana Balt, who goes by Tank. Okay. So she's the, she's the leader of the band and the vocalist. She's an amazing singer and an amazing rapper and an amazing front woman and entertainer, and she's just, like, everything. Um, so it's it's her. They got uh, drums um, live. They have two different keyboard players, uh, a bass player, a guitar player, a backup singer named Jelly, who's actually like half the battle. I think she's really the star of the uh, Tiny Desk. And then they got a dude, a white guy uh, named Al Albert, who plays like um, flute and saxophone and like a lot of other stuff too. One of those guys. He's like, the, he's like the kind of, yeah, like horn, woodwind, sometimes tambourine, like whatever you need. But he does, he does flute and sax mostly. Got it. Um, Sounds so awesome. Yeah. 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 It's got, so it's got kind of like different instrumentation to begin with. Um, I've seen them in concert in person twice. I, I would, argue they may be the best live band currently performing in the world like i just i can't believe there's anybody better than this um i will say if anyone's gonna go out and search them out as they listen to this podcast i would suggest trying to find live stuff somewhere i mean there is they have albums on spotify and other services you can listen to which are good but i think they're one of those bands that their greatness hasn't really been captured on record yet huh it's just hard to get the energy into a you know like like into a recorded song you kind of need to see it live um to really appreciate it so like you, you can they get a couple big radio hits they're on um i don't know if it was jimmy fallon's show they're on a, a, a one of the major late night shows 
Uh, they did a song called Nice Things. Their, their latest album, they have a couple hits, Nice Things, and they have a song called Ants. And I believe both of those have made it into the radio world at, at some point. Um, and, and people might recognize those if they find them. But, um, but yeah, amazing and underrated band that I wish... Um, I, that that's a band that I really wish like everybody knew about. That that's a band that deserves to be the biggest band in the world, wow. and 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 they probably never will be because it's just not like it's hard to do. You know, they're, they're just not like Taylor Swift. You know, like they're just not um, like that poppy or whatever. Like they're not going to have that massive radio hit. Um, they were supposed to tour before everything got shut down. I'm going to try to find it. Uh, they were opening and they were going to be at Mohegan Sun with. Who are they opening for? A band who's like one of those bands. Like as soon as I say their name, yeah, I don't think it's here anymore. Ah, now I'm not gonna be able to find it because all the shows got canceled. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like one of those bands, like I I didn't recognize their name, but like when I looked them up on Spotify, I looked at their top hit. It's a song that I knew. Got it. So like probably everybody knows. I just I'm not gonna think of who it was right now. So but that probably would have been good exposure because they were like you know, doing an arena tour with a popular band. I think that would have up there. Yeah, for sure. But, but they'll get back out there. They're, they're awesome. So, so thank you everybody for letting me finally go on my tank and the bang is. Yeah. Rant. If any, if any podcast is ready for it, it's the filibuster freestyle. You know what I mean? Um, any other, other of these nine choices that you made tonight that you want to like expound on, uh, relative to what we already talked about or, or where are we at? Well, I think the other point here that I would bring up, and, and this will come up later, I'm sure, too, but I was talking earlier about the, you know, if I, like, think back about, you know, growing up and listening to probably mostly, like, rock music and, and what was in the early 90s called alternative music um, and grunge, and that was mostly what I listened to, and then kind of early, mid-90s more than hip-hop kind of came in more. Um, but, like, as a guitar player, when I think about, if I just had to name my favorite guitar players without thinking about it, if I had to name my top five, I think four of them are black, um, which is, I, I think is kind of interesting because, you know, you think of like rock guitar players. Like if you close your eyes and think of a rock guitar player, you're probably picturing a white guy. Um, but two of them we've discussed already in, in uh, uh, Vernon Reed of Living Color and Tom Morello, Rage Against the Machine. I would also include Slash of Guns N' Roses, of course. And, um, uh, my favorite guitar player of all time is Jimi Hendrix, who uh, I, I'm sure is going to appear on my list at some point. Obviously, he wasn't there tonight, but um, I'm sure we will find a spot for Jimi here before we're done. Well, listen, uh, I mean, you already blew your uh, you blew your selection. Not blew. Did, I don't mean you blew it like you didn't, you didn't make it work, but you already used your Wu Tang selection. So Wu Tang is yes. I still have Tribe. I got a Tribe called Quest. Yeah. And I still have Jimi. But to save Jimmy's a smart move, probably that kind of thing. So that's yeah. No, but I, and, I, and then also not to mention, like I, I don't think of this guy as a guitar player but we talked about but but then there's prince oh, who's who, like who's a virtuoso the guitar players of, of our lifetime just so, an absolute I mean, I virtuoso know, I, yeah i just think that's that's an interesting thing like like the the impact on black guitar players in the world of rock music i think is something that is probably not thought of much but but is very significant and, oh. and certainly has been significant to my development as a musician for sure i think it's well said so we got days what uh, eleven? No, sorry, ten through what nineteen or something like that coming up. 10, well, yeah, I don't know eight. what did, what did we decide to do. We're 10, gonna do nine, nine, and then then ten. I think. Right? All right. Yeah. So ten through nineteen, and then twenty through twenty-eight. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I'm looking forward to those big time. Really, I'll tell you what's a, what's a hot button, right? But so <laughs> day seventeen is the blackest song you can think of. 
Hmm. I mean, we might get ourselves in some serious trouble with that one. <laughs> and I will say this: we we may we may we may be well within our rights to take a pass on some of these. Um, and we and you know I may or may not be trying to work on some guests that you know would would you know add a different perspective to you know just, oh, just you oh, and I. Okay. And I, have, I haven't booked anything yet, but you know it is a goal of mine to hopefully have a couple other people to weigh in on some of this stuff. And uh, again, you know, just me and Roscoe are, are two dudes about the same age from Massachusetts. We were college roommates, so a different perspective from somebody else. You know. <laughs> Unless you were our roommate too, you know, there's a chance to be a pretty good perspective, but change. But no, I, I think there's a chance we can maybe broaden the uh, broaden the scope here in one of these next two episodes in terms of uh, guests. We'll see what happens. Yeah, there. so that, that could be there, cool some, as well. There's some good topics coming up too, with lots of good answers, like uh, your favorite R&B duet, your favorite remix. Oh yeah. Um, Maybe the most fun one of the whole uh, challenge, day 15, a video you wish you could have been in. Ooh, that's a nice one. That's that's a good one. So yeah, some some good stuff coming up for the next the next episode. Well, I'll tell you what, seventh seventh grade me would, would also like to vote for Rump Shaker. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought of that <laughs> when you said it. I was like, oh man, that's that's the video I wish I was in. I was gonna say that when when I first heard that song and like when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, that would definitely be the video I wanted to be in. Yeah, <laughs> gonna leave it at that's that. A, um, that. That's one of those songs like the video is better than the song. Oh, a million percent. But but it's also like that's one of those like I don't know if you call it like guilty pleasure but like that's a that's like a good bad song. Yeah, you know well, I mean? it's 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 a perfect pop radio song for the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it crossed over. It was great. So yeah, it's not like a good piece of art, but it's like it's like good and fun and you know people like it. Absolutely. All right. So I'm listen, glad, I'm glad it made it in, in its way into our challenge. Yeah. Why not? You know, and the thing is, we're firing two shots per per game per guest, so we're going to get in like 56 songs. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay. So happy Father's Day, first of all, to everybody out there. We didn't haven't said that yet. Yes. We might as well end it happy with that. Father's. But happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Um, and you know, again, yet yet another American holiday or day that we usually take for granted that has been affected by COVID. So hopefully people got to see their dads and vice versa today best they could. Uh, and I know not everybody did. So again, you know, happy Thursday to everybody. Uh, Roscoe P., great job tonight. Great topic. Great production by you in terms of coming up with the idea. We appreciate it. Uh, it's a really good topic. I really enjoyed spending some time over the last few days picking those first nine. And I, I literally haven't really looked that deeply into days 10 through 28 yet. So I'm excited to do that very much so yeah I, I looked a little bit only because like i was just trying to think like is there you know is there like a better day for wu-tang or something you know is there, like that sure. kind of things so i'm not repeating artists but I didn't, I didn't go that deep into it but i actually do have some answers already for some of the future days but but uh but not all of them but yeah it's it's, it's been i mean this is great music to to explore and 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 talk about so yeah i think this was fun absolutely roscoe p we appreciate it we'll bring you back for part two coming up soon everybody this is uh Days one through nine of the Black Music Month Challenge, filibuster freestyle with your buddy Roscoe P. It's your buddy Gavin. Roscoe, thanks for being on tonight, man. My pleasure, Anton. You know, I was considering, like, I mean, I'm I'm on tonight, like, partially under protest because let's be honest, um, this podcast was way better with co-host Cindy Harrington, and I don't know what happened there, but it's really taken a down a downward turn since she's not on anymore. Well, we'll get her on, but she's she'll be back. <laughs> She's still in the studio half the time. We'll be fine. Okay. She's got reality TV to watch tonight. It's no big deal. I, I'm sure, I, look, I mean, she's she's really blown up to 
megastar status, I would think, after her last appearance. So I'm sure it's hard to, to book her. Exactly. She's got a lot going on. <laughs> All right, Roscoe. Kiss the ground for a minute. We will catch up. Everybody else, thanks for listening to Filibuster Freestyle.